Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, oh, welcome back to Babel on Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Yud Zayin, Daf 17 of Mesechta Shkolim, another great Daf here in Mesechta Shkolim. Um, discussing, like, I don't know, the times of Mashiach and, like, the waters and stuff, and then we talk about the um, the the Shulchan in the Beis HaMikdash, which is also very interesting. Let's go weiter. We're going to start on Daf Tazayin with Beis, at the mission all the way at the bottom, Heichon Ayu Ishtachavoyos Ha'elu, where were the 13 bowing down? So, right, we had said in the previous Mishnah that they would bow down 13 times in the base of Mikdash, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Chaninus Kanakwanim would talk about down 14 times. So, what so new? Vos is thus. Iba Bitsofin, Vaiba Bidarim, okay, so they would bow down four times in the north, four times in the south. Shalosh Bimizrach, three times in the east, Uvez Bimayriv, and Twice in the west. That's thirteen. Kenegit uh, shlosha No, sorry. shirim. Period. Um, opposite the thirteen gates. Okay, fine. Dromiim smuchim limaarov. So the um, gates in the south, starting from closer to the closest to the western wall. Shara Elyon, so there was the upper gate. Shara Delek, the um, kindling gate. Shara Bechoris, the gate of the firstborn. Shara Mayim, and the gate of the water. Velomenikashmo Shara Mayim. Why was it called the gate of the water? Shabo Machnisen Slochis, Shanisu Chamayim Bechag, because that is where they would bring in the flask of water from which, right, that they would use for the Nisu Chamayim on Sukkis. Soon enough, we're going to be learning Masech the Sukkah. I think it's in the fifth parak of Masech the Sukkah that they discuss the and this is where they would bring in the flask of water on Sukkot. Now, Rebbe ben Yaakov says, Rebbe ben Yaakov, who remembers what we say about Rebbe ben Yaakov, Masechta Erevin, I believe. Mishnah, Rebbe ben Yaakov, Kavinoki, that we don't have so many places where Rebbe ben Yaakov comes up, but where he does, we tend to pass him like him. Anyways, Rebbe ben Yaakov says, Bo hamai mifakim va'osin vasidin lios yosin mitachas mifton abayis that that is where the water is going to come out from in the future and go out towards the threshold of the temple as we are going to learn all about today, about in the future there's going to be waters um, um, coming forth from from the Beis HaMikdash. And in, you know, opposite the... Um, one second, we have a visitor. Yes, come in. Come, say hi. Oh my come, come, Ashley, come, say hi. Oh, look, it's <laughs> Ashley. Ashley was at the very beginning. Ashley did Babylon Talmud. How, how long were, were you joining us for? A good three for? weeks. A good three a good weeks. Call it Kavod. That's amazing. <laughs> I'll come back for the last three weeks. And she's going to come back for the last three weeks. We <laughs> can't Hashem. wait. And Hashem. So, so, um, anyways, uh, where are we again? Right, so. And then opposite them, so that was in the um, southern wall, so opposite them in the northern wall, in the north, close to the <laughs> to the west, so starting from the western wall in the north, the um, gate of Yechonia, um, the gate of the uh, Corbin, of the um, sacrifice, Shara Noshim, the gate of the women, Shar Hashir, and the gate of the song. How come there was a gate called the gate of Yechonia? Because that is 
The gate also, as we're going to learn about uh, later on this stuff, that is the gate that Yechonia went out of when he went to exile. Shiba Mizrach, Shar Nikanor, the gate in the east was the gate of Nikanor, um, okay, that is in the east of the um, of the Azara, right? Kilu, Shar Nikanor is where you would enter into like the area where like the Mizbeach was, okay? Um, anyway, so in the east was the Shar Nikanor, and there were two small gates next to Shar Nikanor, one to the right, one to the left. There were two gates in the um, west, and they were anonymous. Our that he said that they would bow down, that basically. Uh, God willing, when the temple is rebuilt, so when we go to the temple, we're going to have to bow down in 13 places. I assume that we'll do that. Um, but however, according to the rabbis, there were not 13 uh, gates in the Azara. There were only seven. So, but so therefore, according to the rabbis, who said that there were only seven gates in the Azara, well then... What were they bowing down? Then what were the 13 bows? They're obviously not connected to 13 gates because there are only seven according to the rabbis. So, it's like that which we learned over there. That the Greeks, during the time of Hanukkah, in that era, the Greeks made 13 breaches into the walls of the Azara. And the Chashmonaim, when they were victorious in the miracle of Hanukkah, so then they um, fixed the breaches in those 13 areas that were breached. And then they said um, that, you know, bow down at each of these 13 breaches that were filled. Ksiv, the Pasuk says, So this is moving on and discussing these waters that are going to... Um, uh, come forth from the Beis HaMikdash in the future. And it says that it will be on that day, that Ma'im Chaim, I guess, live spring water will, well, I think that that's actually uh, um, um, oxymoron, live spring water, because Ma'im Chaim and Ayan are actually taka opposites. Um, is that correct? No, one second. There's me mikvah. Oh, no, no. So me ma'ayan, I think it's taka ma'im chaim. Yeah, I think, I, no. So I think that is taka the same thing. So yetsu ma'im chaim yushlaim. So there's going to be living waters that are going to come forth from Jerusalem. Tani was talking about kodesh kodashim ara paroches kekani sile v'chile. That from the, the, the holy of holies until the paroches, which divided the holy of holies from the, just the holy part of the hechel. So the, Water there will be very thin, like the antennae of um, Sile and Kile. I'm not exactly sure what they were, but stomach like small insects. ad from the curtains until the golden altar, which was inside of the Kodesh. Kikarne Chagovim is like the antennae of the grasshoppers. Mizbachazov ad Azaris from the um, golden Mizbeach until the uh, Azaris. I guess that that probably means until like, you know, like like where the Azara starts, I guess. Like the Ulam, I guess. 
like the thread of a warp, and then from the uh, Azaret, I guess, uh, from like the Ulam, I guess, like where the Ezra's Kohanim starts, I guess, until like Shar Nicanor, let's say. And that's how I'm understanding it. Uh, but I guess Lemaisa will find out, hopefully soon, um, is like the thread of a wolf, okay? And then from there on, it was it will flow like the like pouring out of a jug. Ksiv, the pasuk says, uh, and there is water coming out from the right side. But when the fellow went forward, went forth, and he had like a ruler, and he measured a thousand amas, and he brought me through these may afsiim waters ad karsula this was this was water that was um up to my ankles bayomed elef and then he measured another 1000 amis bayavreni bimayim may berkaim ad berkia okay and then he was standing in knee deep waters bayomed elef bayavreni may mosnai ad mosnaya so then he measured another 1000 amis and then i was standing in uh, waters up until my uh, hips my to my waist and then after that he measured a thousand amis and then Pashit, it was so deep that that, that that nobody could pass it was so deep and so um 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 uh, i guess um uh, like tumultuous tumultuous very very impossible to pass the mice so uh, even even a big ship would even 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 the the uh, ever given wouldn't be able to pass through this uh, through this uh, water lemaisa. Let's go weiter. My timer. Uh, how come vitzi adir lo Because it says that uh, even this great boat won't be able to pass uh, through. Mipnei ma. How come kigo amayim. Meisachu, ma'u meisachu. What's this meisachu milashut? That you'd be unable to swim through it, okay? Or maybe even like to float or something. I don't know. Boats can't go through there, I guess. Amr of Chuna says Rav Chuna ba'asun karu l'shayata schuna. That in uh, where we live they call swimming schuna. Um, so we see that sachu means like swimming, okay? Ufe'as yadav bekirbo that the uh, the says that he's going to um, extend his hand inside of Moab. Kasher Yifros Hasochelischos, like a fellow who's swimming, extends his arm to swim. What's that called? Is that called the the crawl? Is that is that what that's called when you swim like that? Is that what that's called, or is that just the slang? Well, what's that stroke where you like extend your hands forward? Is that what's called the crawl? Maybe. Wow. When's the last time I swam? Oh, well, I guess it depends how you define swimming. Let's go weiter. Mau lischos amr ribyosi bi rabun mind him smalin baama. Okay, it's talking about waters that they spoke about in the world. Okay. Ksiv it says by Omahu Yiya Makor Niftah Leves David that in the in the on that day, like at the time of Gula, there will be a source opened up to the house of David, Ulioshvi Ushalaim, and to the dwellers of Jerusalem, the Khatas Lenida. That from the house of David until all of the dwellers of Jerusalem, the waters will be acceptable for a nida to purify in as well as 
for a um, like uh, to be used for for paraduma. Paraduma dafka needs to be maim chaim. Whereas like going to the mikvah, you can go into the mikvah either in maim chaim, like a spring water, or it can even be a mikvah, gathered water. Um, okay, mikan ve'elach. But from once it hits like the dwell the people living in Jerusalem and onwards, so mitaruvos heim. So then it's like a, a, a mixture of waters. It's not pure Maim Chaim. It's Maim Chaim and also Me Mikveh. So over there, Heim Ksherim the Nida, it's kosher for a Nida, where you need like a Mikveh, Ufsulim and Mechatos, but you can no longer use it for Paraduma because that you need Maim Chaim, pure Maim Chaim. Amr Belazar says, Belazar, we base David, Badi Yoshua, Yushalayim Ksherim the Nida, Lechatos, that from the house of David until the dwellers of Jerusalem, the water was kosher for nida and for mechatas for paraduma mikan veilach mekatafrisos, but from the dwellers of Jerusalem and onwards, it was um, uh, slope waters, S L O P E, slope waters. Psun le nida ulchatas, and you can't use it, you can't use slope waters for, for, for anything. Okay, it says that he said to me that these waters are going out from the um, upper Galilee. Ze Yamshel Samchu. Okay, this is the Samchu Sea. Is that like a thing? Has everybody heard, anybody heard of the Samchu Sea? I don't think I have. The Yardu Ala Arava Ze Yamshel Tveri. Okay, and then it'll go down to the Arava. That is the um, Tiberius. Uvo Ayama Ze Yam Hamelach. And then it will come to the Dead Sea. Alayam. And then the Yama Motsim is the uh, Mediterranean. How come it's called the Motsim? Uh, because of the two times that the Mediterranean overflew, overflowed its banks. One time during the days of Enosh, and once during the Doraflaga uh, when they built the Tower of Bavel. Reb Lazar, B'Shem Reb Chanina, B'Rishon Yotza Ad Calabria. Okay, the first time it went out until Calabria, B'Shnei Yotza Ad Kipe Barbaria. The second time the waters overflowed until the Barbary coast. Reb Acha, B'Shem Reb Chanina, B'Rishon Yotza Ad Kipe Barbaria. Reb Acha, Reb Chanina says that the first time Itaka overflowed until the Barbary coast, B'Shnei Yotza Ad Akko, and the second time Itaka overflew until Akko, V'Ad Yafo, and until Jaffa. Wah. So the puzzle says that until here shall you go and no more ad ako tavo velososif. Okay, you shall go forth till ako and no more. And here you will have well, like the ma- majesty of your waves ad yafo oshis go and galecha until jaffa will be the majesty of your waves. I understand why the water will have to go forth until um, the Mediterranean and until. Um, the uh, Dead Sea, Bishvil Miskan, to make the water sweet. Yom de Tveri, Yom de Samchu. But why, why should uh, the, the, these waters have to flow forth to, until uh, the Tiberias, the Galilee, or until um, the Sea of Samchu? So the answer is the Lerabos de Gosom, in order to make their fish more plentiful. The Pasuk says, Le Mina Tia de Gosom, that for its species shall be its fish. Le Mine Minim Tia de Gosom. That uh, for all sorts of types of fish, Tani Amr Shim Ben Gamliel says of Shim Ben Gamliel, Maisa Shalach Tzidon says of Shim Ben Gamliel that one time Ataka went to Tzidon. Where's Tzidon? What's like in Syria or something? Veviu Lifanai Yosef Mishlosh Meus Mine Dogim Betam Choyechod, and they brought in front of me says of Shim Ben Gamliel 
more than 300 types of fish on one plate. Oh my goodness. Does it mean that he ate 300 types of fish on one plate or just that they brought in front of him? 300. I don't need, can I even list 10 types of fish? Gefilte fish. Salmon. Tuna fish. White fish. Let's go weiter. Venirpu amayim bitsosov ugvav v'loyirafu lemelach nitnu. So basically, this pasuk at the beginning says venirpu amayim that the pot, that that the water will be sweet, but then it says bitsosov ugvav. What are those like? It's now I forget, but it says v'loyirafu lemelach nitanu that they're not going to be sweet. They're going to taka be salty. So we have this pasuk, and one of them says that the water is going to be sweet. The other one says that the water is going to be salty. No. So So on the one it says sweet, right? They'll be sweet. The other one says that they won't be sweet. Okay, very good. There's a place, Taka Kovlayrafu. Alright, so it's not to say that it won't be sweet. There's just a place that we're talking about that happens to be called Loyrafu. Don't get confused. That on the stream, on its uh, uh, shores, there will be all sorts of uh uh, uh, trees to eat that its leaves will not wither and its fruit will not uh, uh, cease and in its months it will be um, right Tani it's taught Amr Biyudas as Rebiyudas the Fisha Bolam Hazet that because in this world a uh, wheat grows in uh, six months and a tree can provide fruit in twelve months, twi- twi- twice as long. But in the future, in the future, however, wheat will um, grow to its full growth in one month and in the and, and um, a tree will grow in two months. So it'll still be the two to one ratio, but instead of 12 months and six months, it'll be two months and one month respectively. But Lemaise with modern farming, can, can they already reach these in Yonim? Maybe are we saying that we're already at the Times of Mashiach that right, that can trees already uh, can they like do their magic and can the people spray certain magic on certain things or inject certain things in other things and figure out how to make these things already grow in such speeds or is that not like a thing? I don't know much about these in Yonim. Let's go weiter. My time up. How come the Chodashi Vivaker? Uh, because it says that uh, the pasuk says the chodashav in its months it will be it will be ready. So the uh, the wheat in one month and the uh, trees in two months. Amr Rabbi says Rabbi the fish of Because in this world uh, the same starting point which is that uh, wheat takes six months and trees take twelve months. But in the future the tesvav yom the wheat will uh, take fifteen days. Echad and a tree will take one month. Because we saw during the days of Yoel that um, grain was able to grow in 15 days. The Karev Mimena HaOmer. So I guess in this case it would probably be barley because the Omer is barley and they were able to bring the barley from this barley that grew in 15 days. My time, how come the puzzle says, that the, that the children of Zion. Rejoice and be happy in the Abishta your God, that he gave you the uh, Moria, which is the early rains for um uh tzedakah, 
charity. And you will have the early rains and the late rains all in the same month. So what does he do with the puzzle? It says the Chodashavivaker, that it's months, plural. It will be right. And that in every, meaning in its months, meaning in every single month, um, it will become ripe. Now that it'll take two months, but that each and every month uh, will, will be enough to ripen its fruits. The Pasuk says that its uh, leaves will be letrufa. Rabbi Yochanan Omar says, Rabbi Yochanan, that it's food, that you'll, you'll suck these leaves and you'll be able to get nutrition to get food from them. Utraf mezona, and the word utraf, uh, uh, Means food, so all of the trufa means that you'll be able to get food from these leaves. Rabbi Shmuel, so Rabbi Shmuel, one of them says that this uh, leaf is good, that it opens up your upper mouth, i.e., if you're like don't have an appetite, so you can eat these leaves and then you'll have Baruch Hashem an appetite. Another one says that what these leaves do is that they um, they they open up the peshelamaton, if you're constipated. We'll open you up. Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yishuv and Levi, Chad Omer Lahater Pe Akaris, Vachad Omer Lahater Pe Ilmim. Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Yishuv and Levi. One of them says that it is to open up the uh, mouth of uh, uh, women who are unable to have children, i.e., that they will open up and have children. And the other one says that it is to open up the mouths of uh, mute people. Okay, so the the Mishnah continues. Um, so we talk about the um, that the that the gates in the north. Uh, one of them we said was um, the gate of Yechonia. So now we're going to talk a little bit about Yechonia. That when Nebuchadnezzar came to Yerushalayim to destroy to destroy it, so he went and he and he was uh, uh, um, staying in Antochia. At this time, which apparently is like somewhere in Turkey, we also Sanhedrin Gedola Likraso, and the Sanhedrin Gedola went went to to, to um, Nebuchadnezzar Amra Lo, and the Sanhedrin said to Nebuchadnezzar Gezman Abay, says that has it arrived? Is the time for the Beis Hamikdash as uh, it's time to be destroyed arrived? Amr Loen, Nebuchadnezzar responded to them, Oso Shemlachti Aleichem Tenuli, the one who I made king over you, give him to me, i.e. Yechonya. Um, and, I, and I'm giving give him over to me and I'm and I'm getting out of here. But Yochin, so they went and they told Yochin. I think Yochin was Yochonya, right? I hope so. Um unless not. One second. Yeah, Yochin was 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 Yochonya. So Tnuli so Yochin, so they told Yochin slash Yochonya, Melech Yehuda, Nebuchadnezzar Bai Lichot, Nebuchadnezzar wants you. Came in Shama Mayan Kah when Yoyach when when Yichonya heard this, so he understood what 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 it meant. So Notamaftecho Shabesamikdash, listen to this. He took the keys of the Besamikdash, Allah Ligago Shal Hechol, he went up to the roof of the Hechol, Amalufanov, and then he said before God, We bain Shalila, master of the world, the Shahra Yunu Nemanim Lcha. Look. Well, you know, in the initially we were trustworthy to you, and you gave us your keys to to your house, to the base hamikdash. And now that we are no longer trustworthy, I'm giving back to you your keys. One man, the Amr says that Yo Yechonya then threw the keys up into the heavens and they never came back down. 
The other opinion is that uh, a hand came out of heaven and took the keys and caught them and brought them up to the heavens. Kevon Shirau called Chore Yehuda Cain. Once all of the noble people saw in Jerusalem that this was happening, that Yoyachim was being taken away, and that he threw the keys into the heaven, they went up to the to their roofs, and they jumped off of the roofs and died. This is what the Pazakh says, that there's this vision that everybody went up to their roofs, and essentially um, it was a very unfortunate time. And it says, uh, I'm reading the continuation of the Pasuk, which is not in the Gemara, that you're, that you're dead, were not dead of swords, and they're not killed in battle, i.e., they died because they jumped off their roofs when they realized um, what terrible um, reality was, 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 was coming to Judah. Zok, the Mishnah, Halachi Gimel, of the sixth parak of there were 13 tables in the base of Mikdash. Eight of them were made of marble. There were eight of um, tables made out of marble in the temple butchery, which was like, I think, right opposite the, the, the outer Mizbeach in the uh, Ezra's Kohanim. And on those um, tables, they would wash the uh, intestines, the kishkis. Ubez b'mayrev, and there were two tables in the b'mayrev akevish. There were two tables to the west of the uh, ramp of the mizbeach. Echad shoshayish v'echad shokesef, one of marble and one of silver. Al shoshayish nosnen esayivarim. On the marble table, they would put the uh, limbs of the animals before they were placed in the mizbeach. Al shokesef kleisharis, and on the silver table, they would put the um, the utensils that they would the the, the kalim that they would use. Um, on the Mizbeach. Ubez ba'ulam. Okay, so so far up to, to 10. There were two, um, tables in the ulam, which is the entrance to the Hechel. Mi befnim el ha-pesach, al ha-pesach, kilu inside the doorway. Ha-pesach ha-bayis. Echot shoshayis ve'echot shozov. One of them was made out of, uh, um, marble. The other was made out of gold. Al shoshayis nosnen lechem aponim b'chnisoso. And, uh, when they went into, when they, uh, would bring in the lechem aponim, I believe on Shabbos, the new lechem upon him, so they would put the lechem upon him onto the marble table on the way in. And then a week later, on its way out, they would put it on the gold table. Because we go up in holiness, we don't go down, and therefore we start with marble, and then on the way, you know, and then on the continuation, we then get up to uh, gold. And then, of course, in the heichal uh, was the shulchan. The thirteenth one was the shulchan, shulchan from 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 the mishkan. That is where the lechem upon him would 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 be the entire week. Vaiter zokti gemara tani al shul kesef. It was taught. Uh, so we have a brace that says that taka the um, the the um, lechem upon him on their way in were put on shulchanos of silver. Rabbi Yossi b'shem Rabbi Shmuel bar Rabbi Yitzchak Rabbi Chanina Mati bar b'shem Rabbi Yochanan Leiskan shel Kesef. He says, um, no, the Brisa doesn't say that you would put the lechem upon him on silver. Because the silver would make the uh, lechem upon him warm, and if you made the lechem upon him warm, so then it would get uh, no good; it would get moldy. But the Gemara asks, well, who cares? Why are you concerned about it getting moldy? 
wasn't the whole, uh, you know, context surrounding the lechem upon him miraculous anyways? That there was, you know, the, 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 the lechem upon him were like, you know, miraculous. The whole experience of the lechem upon him was miraculous in that just like you would bring in the lechem upon him warm, they would still be warm a week later. So what are you concerned that, oh yeah, if you put it on a silver table, it might get moldy. Moldy? There are miracles happening over here. The miracles will make sure that they don't get moldy. Shinemar, the puzzle says, lechem cham that there will be warm bread on the day that it's taken a week later. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi Omar in Maskirin Maise Nisim says, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, we don't rely on miracles. Meaning, that's not going to be a good proof. Meaning, if we're saying, look, don't put it on a silver table because silver is going to keep it warm and then it'll get moldy. Don't say, yeah, but we can just rely on a miracle. No, that's not a good proof. We don't like do, do things specifically assuming that there's going to be a miracle. If there's going to be a miracle, that's amazing. But like, you know, we still have to be concerned about, hey, if you put something on silver, it's going to get moldy. Don't, don't, don't say, well, what do we care? There's miracles anyways. No, if it's going to get moldy, don't, don't put it on it. If God wants to make miracles and keep it warm, whatever he can, but we, we shouldn't be doing things, taking into account that God is going to be working miracles. Bone Kumate Rebbe, they asked Rebbe, uh, Rebbe Ila, if there was no lechem upon him um, for this particular week, so can they leave the the previous week's lechem upon him for the next week? Amrlon, so Bila said to us, You should put on the table um, the, these breads always. So meaning, make sure that there's always lechem upon him there, even if they are um, possible. Just leave them. If you don't have lechem upon him this week, leave the lechem upon him from last week, even though they might be possible. I'm sorry if you hear the gardeners in the uh, background. I apologize, but we, we only have another few minutes left, anyways. I saw Shulchanus also Shlomo. Shlomo Amelech made ten tables. The chesiv as the pasuk says, "Ve'yash Shulchanus Asara." That Shlomo Amelech made ten tables. Vayonach beheichal. Um, and he put them in the heichol chamisha miyomin vehemi small five on the right and five on the left. And tema chamisha bedarim vehebetzafon. If you want to say that Shlomo Melech put ten tables in the north of the heichol and ten tables in the south of the heichol, v'alo ein asholchon kasha el betzafon. We know that the sholchon davka has to be in the north of the heichol. How can you have then five sholchons in the? Um, you know how how can you have five in the north and five in the south? And then I guess if the if you have five in the north and five in the south, then I guess that that means that the regular shulchan of Moshe Rabbeinu was in the middle, but we need the shulchan to be in the north. So rather, that the shulchan you have to put in the north. So what does it mean that there were five on the right and five on the left? Rather, what it means is no. What it means is that five of the tables were to the right of the mizbeach of. Uh, of the Shulchan of Moshe, and five of the tables were to the left of the Shulchan of Moshe. No, period. But but they were all in the north of the Zar, so of the Heichel. So in the north of the Heichel was where the Shulchan of Moshe was, and then to the right of the table was five of the tables of Shlomo, and to the left of it was the other five of the tables of Shlomo, but all of these tables were in the north of the Heichel. And even so, and even though there were 11 tables, right? There was the Shulchan of Moshe plus the, the other 10 that we're mentioning that Shlomo Melech made. So nonetheless, we would only put the um, bread on, on, the, on the one from the Mishkan, from Moshe. 
Shneimar the pasuk says it's a shulchan asher olav lechem upon him the shulchan that the lechem upon him is on and that's a reference to the um, uh, and that means the the shulchan of Moshe Rabbeinu Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah Omer al kulanoyim esader that he would put the bread on all of them right you could rotate week to week Shneimar it's a shulchanus valeim lechem upon him that the pasuk says that on them is the lechem upon him not just uh, shulchan singular but shulchanot plural that he would rotate the shulchans from week to week well. That was Daf Yudzayin of Masech Toshkalim. I think it was an interesting Daf, right? Talking about all these waters from the Asid Lavo and the Shulchanos that they had in the Beis HaMikdash. Malim B'Kodesh Ben Moridin, Lechem Aponim. Very interesting things. Um, enjoy. I'll catch you later. Peace out.